Welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast, where we challenge the stigma associated with mental illness through conversations about a variety of issues impacting mental health. Here we bring you news, views, and interviews that intrigue, educate, and celebrate recovery. Leading us on this journey are the hosts of the Mind Vine Podcast, Daryl Mathers and Chris Bovey. So here we are, uh, episode six of our Mindvine podcast, which is hard to believe we've done uh, <laughs> this many so soon, but it's been fun. And uh, speaking of fun, we got a great one uh, tonight with the Stellas and Lennon and Macy here for the Imagine Festival. Yeah, it's a great show. We've got uh, them performing. We also have Amelia Kern, Juno Award winner, a mental health advocate who will open for them, and a talented uh, young singer, singer Annie Sumi, is going to uh, start off tonight. I think it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a packed show. Um, I've been here. I've seen the uh, the sound check, and it's going to be a, an amazing night. It really sounds amazing, and we're really ecstatic to have the Stellas and, and here with us tonight. And I know a lot of their family will be with us as well. It's been neat over the last couple of days, just different things that we're doing with the hospital and with the show to actually get to meet them. And uh, they're really, uh, they're really successful in their field. But they're also really great down to earth people. Yeah, I was, I was speaking to Brad's dad earlier, and we were talking about the girls and how they just—it seems like nothing's changed them. And I, we were talking a little bit about having a good family core uh, at the root. When you have success, it kind of keeps you grounded. And and I think they're a really warm family that's kind of not lost their roots and obviously have close ties to here and a lot of supporters, but we're really happy. I mean, this is, this is, I think our eighth year for the festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had really great artists perform. We've had spirit of the West, Chantel Kravyazic. We've had Serena Ryder, uh, but this one's, there's a real buzz around this mm-hmm. one and I'm excited and I can't wait to, to see. You've been here for all of them. You're the, you're the guy behind. I'm not that the old. <laughs> you're the guy behind the Imagine Festival. It's it's more f- from uh, being a, a kind of a more uh, maybe more intimate show at the hospital to um, now we're at mm-hmm. the Regent Theater here in Oshawa tonight. Can you talk a bit about maybe the evolution of the show? Well, it was funny when we first it did start as a film festival, and then we um, we did our first musical piece when we had Chantel come, and she you know our theater seats maybe one sixty and and. She performed and she. Chantel Kreviatsik. Sorry, did I just run a first name basis? I'm on a first name basis. She's not Madonna. No. And what was really magical about um, we did a bit of a talk with Dan Carter, interviewed her, and then she performed four songs. But when she performed, she explained the mental health connection in her music. And it was so amazing. I thought, well, we don't necessarily need the sit down interview. So we took that format and we came to the Regent Theater and we just had guests sort of share through their music the connection with mental health like Serena Ryder because a lot of their lyrics touch those issues and what was really neat about this was for us too is we're reaching a different audience we do a lot of um, events mental health events where you know we have clinicians and people come that have a connection what's great about events like these is is we get people we would never reach otherwise they're coming because they're fans of the band and they may not know their personal connection or not but they get that in the music, and we reach a whole different different crowd during these events. It's been uh, it's been a fun few days. Uh, we actually had uh, the family at the hospital uh, a couple of days ago, meeting with patients. Uh, they actually mm-hmm. like uh, Lennon actually just started playing the piano uh, spontaneously. Uh, they played a, a song with the girls. One of the patients actually started playing the guitar for yep. uh, the family. It's been it's been a really neat uh, few days. 
And uh, that's pretty much our podcast. We're gonna, we were lucky enough to sit down and talk to them, so we're <laughs> going to have that interview coming up, and we're going to show highlights of the show. So we expect it to be a, a fun night, and we thank everybody who, who's uh, supported the event in the past and tonight, and um, we hope you enjoy this one. Yeah, great. So I just, I want to start off by thanking you. It's amazing to have the Stellas here, Brad, Mary, Lynn, Lynn, and Maisie to join us today. Thank you so much for, for being here and being part of our Imagine Festival concert this year. Just, uh, we were so glad we were able to make it happen, you know, to have you come home and, and share your music. And actually, this has been the record of all our shows. I think this is our eighth year. You're sold out the quickest, like half an hour. And we've had some, we've had Serena Ryder, we've had Spirit of the West, we've had Matt Good, we've had a ton of people, but you guys hit it out of the park, so. Oh, Marilyn's one of eight, so she has a big family. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll take them I'm all. just like, wow, our family's here. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's what you said, because some of them were going to the VIP section, and yeah, they, they wanted parents, to meet my you. My parents lined up <laughs> at the Regent the morning of, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then they bought the VIP tickets, and I'm like, you know that's to like to come meet the meet and greet, right? Like you can do that. Like you don't need, <laughs> you don't need to do that, right? They're just like we just want. I, I think they want to just line. They're they're pretty proud of of us. So they're they I think they wanted to line up and talk to people in the line, being like, that's, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, he my dad's perfect. He segues every conversation. Be like at the grocery store or whatever, and he'd be like, you know, somebody loaf of bread. He's like, oh yeah. That, Oh, for bread. Have you ever heard of uh, Lennon and me? You know. He'd be like, yeah. "Oh my, um, like, my my grandchildren would yeah. love that bread." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we could just catch up. Start obviously. Can we start maybe with Brad and Marilyn? What you what you've been up to um, with with your careers? Um, well, we actually, um, you know, we've been um, writing lots, and uh, we do mostly just writers' rounds and things like that right now, and. Um, we've kind of been uh, focusing with Lennon and Maisie, and they've been a little busy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they've been super busy, and so we're we're um, just having fun with them, and, and it, that's great. Yeah, and I just wanted to, it. Must, it must be amazing, though. I think you know we see a lot of young people that have done great things, but to have a family that shares the music, to grow up in that kind of environment. I just, I want to get your perspective. Like, what was it like growing up in a musical family and, and how did it inspire you to, to pursue your career? Um, I think, honestly, it was always music in our house. We also, like, didn't have um, TV or, like, cable or... We got a TV no when internet. we got on TV. Yeah, so, <laughs> That's what no, yeah. honestly. So, yeah. like, I don't know, that was, like all we did and all we heard and so uh, I feel like that definitely has a lot to do with why we're so inspired by it you know and um, being raised on it like all of our friends and we just had like our favorite memories are just like these like we would just have people over and like just music rounds like in our living room and it was just like it's the best and um, yeah no that's definitely the most inspiring for us and the best way to grow up. That's great. Speaking of like TV and family um, for those who don't know, you're on a, a hit TV series, Nashville, which very much encompasses TV and family. I follow you guys on social media, and you guys look like you have as much fun offset that you do on set. Can you talk Absolutely. a little bit about what that experience is like? I mean, set is like 
the best. Like I, it's so fun every day getting to go to that. So I mean, I don't it's know. like a big, big family on the set as well. Like all the cast and everything, we're super close with them. And like I would always see on like Disney Channel like interviews, and they'd be like, "Oh, the sets, like all the cast is just one big family." And I was like. Like, I don't buy it. Like, I know, like, mm -hmm. you guys are not all one big family. And then when I got on the show, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it actually is it just, really like, is. a huge been, family. This is the fifth season now. It just got, we just started back on the fifth season. And so it's like, you know, you're, it's five years with these people, like, all, every week. And so um, it really is just, like, a big, big family. And it's very similar to our actual life. Like, a lot of the times, like, storylines align, and they're very similar. So, um, but, yeah. I was just gonna say, actually, um, the first episode when when the girls were uh, auditioning for it, the script, the sides that we got, it was originally with Maisie, was literally a conversation we had had, like verbatim, about there was, like, you know, within the conversation we were talking about Halloween and their talent show and how Raina James, the mom, was going to be out. Uh, on tour, and that actually literally had just happened with us. We were out on tour, and they had their talent show, and we were going to be away or whatever. We get the script. I'm reading, and I'm like, it's like we've been tapped. Like <laughs> it was like like exactly our story. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely like very similar, mm -hmm. and it's also like super musical families, and it's obviously very much like how we in our real life. So it's really cool, though. That's great. Well, what's unique about the show? Again, my fandom coming out is that you actually have songwriters on the show that write yeah. original music for the show, and yeah. which is kind of innovative. Um, what's that like for you as uh, actors? Do you, like, when are you introduced to songs? Like, what part, like, what role do you play in those songs coming to life? And um, We usually get, like, there'll be that episode, and, and for, like, a, a second, it'll say, like, to be announced song, you know? Or it'll say, like, in the... Script it'll just say like X X X X X like it won't actually have <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but um it's got a case of the TBDs yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um then you know we get the song and um we don't really have too much say in like picking the song but they're always very cool like if we ever had a problem with it like of course we wouldn't have to do it, it. Yeah. um but, but yeah, what about the next episode I don't know if we're allowed to say that yeah. Um, the next episode. The ten the people song. that will hear this might. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first. This is a dangerous. Yeah, our audience slope. is not huge. It's a slippery slope here. Um, the next uh, episode that I'm shooting, me, mom, and um, this other girl, Sarah Siskin, who's amazing, we wrote the song that we're I'm going to be doing on the show on Nashville. So it's really cool. Like it's all local writers for the most part, at least. And this and year specifically, they're um, they've reached out. Um, to the cast members, and um, you know they want them to get involved more with the music and writing and, and the writing side of it. So yeah. I was so excited that we have you know yeah. a song of our own on the show that like my character will be performing. So it's really cool. But um, yeah, it's like it's very it's like a lot of local writing, and the songs are always amazing. It's really cool because we get to meet so many of the faces of the song that like you know. It, that we sing on the show and that other characters sing on the show. It's really awesome. That's it's great. also so cool to see because we know most of the writers that, like, write music for the show. So, like, whenever we go to, like, the Bluebird or, like, sing at rounds, most of the time, or sometimes they're there singing. So it's so cool when they sing songs that have been on the show because I'm, like, it's just, like, so different, like, seeing it on the show and then seeing it, like, as just, like, a normal song that's, like, in a songwriting round. It's just, it's, it's really interesting, like, really cool. That's great. And I, I think, you know, coming home, uh, 
you guys, even though you've all had great success, but you have that strong community still here and things like the music scene and, and providing opportunities for young people to show their talents. I think that's amazing. And what does it mean to you to sort of give back and see, you know, just like your daughters, other young people kind of in, in the community you grew up achieve great things? Well, we've always been like, I don't even know what, what our, our thing is, but we've always been like, not obsessed with like, not, it's not even development, but it's like, it's like, like nurture, like, you know, and trying to get all our friends are all super talented. We're trying to, so every, so that's always kind of been what we do. Even we used to host open mics and be like, try to get all these people to come see this person or that person, whatever. So then, so the music scene is like, it's just, it's totally what we just love doing, whatever. It never, it kind of never was, uh, it was never meant to, to be like, you know, a ground for like, okay, we're just gonna take all these young people and get into the opportunity or whatever else. But what happens is, it's like, you, it's, the, it's when you're in that creative space, it's like, they just thrive and then they get so good. Like there's some, I just watch kids that be like, that start and like can't even hold the guitar or whatever. And then I'll like, you know, go to the fridge for a second. I'm like, what? Like mm -hmm. there's, it's, it's like, it's, a, it's pretty crazy. Like if they're in the right space, like in the right creative space with a good teacher or whatever, yeah. it's unbelievable. But just the, I mean, even if, you know, not every kid that goes through that's gonna be a superstar, but it's the love of music. And I yeah. think, you know, when we see schools pairing back that don't have music programs anymore, things like that are just yeah. so important. Cause well, not every kid's gonna is, be an yeah, athlete. It's not just about music too. I mean, it's about, it's totally like all, you know, some, you meet a kid that just started their lessons and their head down, they're kind of shy and they don't whatever else. And then when they start playing, even if it has nothing, now it does nothing to do with music. They don't have the guitar, but they're like looking in the, you know, and they're, and they're, they're confident and they it's a totally it totally translates into other we had like a really awesome when we moved to nashville we had an awesome um music program and it was like super feels very similar to the music scene it was like just a bunch of kids with like a lot of love of music mm, and everyone was great. just totally inspired by each other and um yeah no i think it's like very important kids on stage is what it was that's called. great yeah, i think yeah. that's amazing now, obviously, you're, you're playing at our festival this year, and our concerts always have sort of a mental health connection. Um, we have Amelia Kern is going to open for you, who's a mental health advocate and a Juno Award winner, which is nice. We have, we're really, it's going to be a great show. But I know, like, everybody's touched. Like, I know, I'm, and Daryl knows because he follows Nashville. He's, a, he's your biggest fan. Um, <laughs> Hayden Penetier. So she went through postpartum issues. So... And even guys, on the show, they've dealt with addiction and other issues. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you mean your two characters alone have dealt with a lot in terms of um, uh, addi alcoholism, addiction, yeah. um, those kind of things. And I think what Chris was getting was the, uh, maybe that message of, of <clears throat> that we don't really necessarily see on TV uh, very often. And you guys are kind of tackling those issues and bringing them here yeah. uh, um, I, this week. I really think I always thought like the show just does like a great job. There's like, you know, Will on the show. Was, Chris Carp, no, he plays Will, sorry. Yeah, Chris there's plays a lot Will. of Wills. Yes, yeah. I know, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of Wills, Wills like, <laughs> the character's name Wills, and then there's a lot of Wills, like, that, like, real name. So but we get kind of, a lot of different. <laughs> there's a lot of different things that exactly they tackle, and I think it's really cool, because it, you know, like, it was on ABC, which is, like, it, I think it's just really cool that they went for it's, it. And, like, it's easy for people who have gone through those things to... I guess like relate to it so I think that's that's cool because we've had like so many people like when they meet us be like I can like relate to the show so much from like people like from like Hayden's character or Raina's character you know like people can relate more which I think is so cool I love that. That's great well again we want to thank you for taking the time and we're looking forward to the show and I know 
There's the community can't wait. I think we probably could have done two shows and filled the place because oh, there's so many your family fans alone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but again, thanks very much for taking part in our podcast. Thank um, you for having and, us. And sharing your message with us today. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Annie Sumi, and I'm an artist. Uh, that grew up in Whitby, Ontario. <laughs> and I want to give a really big thanks tonight to Ontario Shores and everyone who helped put this event together in the spirit of raising awareness for mental health. And I also want to give a big thanks to the music scene and all the volunteers who helped to put this stage together so that you guys could be here tonight. So thank you very much. This is a song that I wrote a while ago and it's about hope. I wrote it when I was going through a pretty desolate time. There was a, a loss in my family. And for me, things come together through nature. And during this time, I was watching the spring flowers fade. Backstage, uh, when you when you do work in mental health mental health care reform advocacy, uh, you're outed everywhere you go, and it's um, singer songwriter Amelia Amelia Curran who also has depression and anxiety, and I'm like, <laughs> it's true. I want to add, well, but I want to add like an allergic shellfish in the, so it's just, so we're covered for any and all emergencies. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> 
see, now I'm going. Uh, Newfoundlanders have a gift for Gab. Uh, uh, today is, uh, is uh, two years to the day since I started uh, a little not-for-profit in Newfoundland called It's Mental and released a little video called This Video two years ago to this very day. So I'm happy to be here with you. <laughs> Center in Whitby, and it is an amazing facility. And we've all, um, we've all been affected very much by. Uh, and you know what? For for the longest time, I, I think in my lifetime, I've I've watched it completely change from from completely being taboo and you not talk about things, and and uh, to to actual awareness and, and people talking about it and people understanding and I've just watched that happen in my lifetime. We went to this facility, it's the most beautiful place and we got to meet a bunch of, uh, a bunch of kids that are in there and it's really, really eye-opening and, and before, before they opened the ward, uh, it was an eating disorder um, for teens and, and it was before they had that in Whitby, these kids had to go to Utah. And, and their parents had to ship them off to, to Utah. And, and I can't imagine what, what those kids are dealing with, let alone being in some other country, in some other place. So having that in Whitby when they're, when they're from around here is really important. I just I can't say enough about this, this amazing place. And um, when we talked about doing this, we were literally like, what's it for? What's it, what's it? Yeah, and, and that was absolutely, yeah, let's, let's. Let's do this. This is this is um, this is a song. This, this is a sing-along song, and um, it re it really is. And like, so at the core, do you want to you see the chorus? You guys did so good on gravy. We're gonna give you another shot. This one is is um is you'll hear it like ten times before it's your time to come in. Like a lot of times. Yeah, like a ton. Lot. Yeah, a ton there's of lots time. of times. There's lots of times to learn, and so we're expecting you to just join us. Was a love so big that it filled his heart Till it swelled and finally burst apart Where the love spilled out, they called it art But he never really had no choice No, he had no choice choice 
Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Visit mindvine.ontarioshores.ca for details on upcoming podcasts. 
And don't forget to keep the conversation going on social media by using hashtag MindVine. Yeah. Yeah.